Welcome! This is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. Amen. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. You can sit down, you can sit down. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah, I didn't want that session to end. But I was looking at the time. Praise God. Uh, welcome to church. Wave your neighbor from afar and say, Welcome to church with a smile. With a smile. Let the neighbor feel the smile. People are, okay, sorry, yes, face mark, so they won't see the smile. <laughs> Praise God. We thank God. We thank God. At least we are all here to give glory to the name of the Lord. Uh, this month we'll be talking about living by faith. Praise God. If you've been blessed so far, let me see your hand. If you've been blessed, if you've been blessed, let me see your hand. We've had three pastors come here to speak on living by faith. I just want to join my voice to their voice this morning. I want to try to be fast. Praise God. You know, uh, last week, Pastor Tayo just made it. As in, she just answered all the questions that were in my heart. All the things I wanted to talk about. Pastor Tayo said everything. So this morning, I just want to repeat a lot of things that she said. And I want to add one or two things so that we get it clearly. When I was thinking about living by faith, because I gave it a lot of thoughts, living by faith, living by faith, I did some research, I studied some things. And what I got was that, how did I even become a Christian, first of all? I was trying to trace the history, the story. So, why living by faith? I now remember that before I gave my life to Christ, I believed. Abi, praise God. Let's look at Romans 10, 9. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Praise God. So I got saved by faith. If I didn't believe, I would have been saved, right? I'm sure that's how we all got born again. We confessed Jesus and we believed in our heart. And it was by faith. Okay, let's go on. Now, go, let's, go, let's go to chapter 10, verse 10, sorry. Verse 10 says, For with thy heart man believed, one believed unto salvation. And with their mouth, confession is made. Okay, I've said that. This shows us that getting born again is an act of what? Faith. Praise God. For you to accept God, first of all, I'm trying to create a background before I go to where I'm going. For you to, first of all, get to a point where we can say you are a born again Christian. Let me use the word born again Christian so that we can differentiate. Because today, Christianity is by birth. <laughs> That's how a lot of people understand it. You understand that you are a Christian by birth. So let me use born again Christian for those who are online who may not have the background for what we've been talking about. So how did you become a born again Christian? You accept Jesus Christ? And I was asking a friend, do you trust in God? He said yes. Is there God? He said yes. How did you know? 
So if they ask, if anybody asks all of us here, you say, is there God? Say, yes, there is God. With confidence. Have you seen God? Who has seen God here? <laughs> Praise God. Have you seen God? So how did you believe that there is God? In Hebrews 11, says, the Bible says, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. Praise God. Believing is by what? Faith. So living by faith is a default life of a Christian. That's what I'm trying to prove to you. Because you got there, you got to the position of a born-again Christian by faith. So how are you now going to live without faith? And you still call yourself a Christian? That's the background I'm trying to create. So what I'm trying to say clearly is that the life of a born-again Christian can be summarized by Hebrew 11.1. 1. Praise God. That is the life of a Christian. Hebrew what? 11.1. 1. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. That should be the life of a Christian. That means that you believe to see, not see to believe. Praise God. Let me break that down. The life of a Christian, by default, is supposed to be by faith. That's what I'm trying to prove. You're a Christian because you have faith. So everything you do is tied to faith. There's no Christianity without faith. How do you even measure it? There's no Christianity without faith. So living by faith is like saying, by, I'm a Christian. That's how, how I want to put it. And that's how I want you to look at it. So if you agree, if you wake up one day and say, yes, I'm a born-again Christian, I've given my life to Christ, everything about you should be governed by faith and faith in God. Praise God. Am I making sense this morning? If I'm making small sense, wave, wave small. If I'm making more, wave plenty. <laughs> Praise God. I just want us to have this background because where I'm going to, if you don't have this background, it'll be tough to get it. So the fact that you're a Christian, the fact that you've given your life to Christ means that you have faith. Because the belief, the action, the act of believing, the act of giving your life to Christ is just words and belief in your heart. There's no tangible thing in it. Do you get? That's why he said the life of a Christian is summarized by Hebrew 11. 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things you cannot see. That is faith. That is Christianity. That's all. If you, if you get to this point, then we can now say, yes, he's a Christian. Sometimes I struggle where people give their life to Christ and they say they are born again Christians, which means they're supposed to be believing by faith. However, once more circumstances will come and everything will just scatter. Hello? Are you a Christian? So did you actually give so I'm just I'm just trying to understand. So my understanding is that at the point where you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, it means that you have faith in God, you trust God. And if you must continue as a Christian, you must operate with the understanding of faith. So you believe to see. You don't see to believe. Does it make sense? You believe what? To see. 
So as, as I was doing my investigation further to understand this topic, I now got to John 20, 29. It was where Thomas was doubting and that uh, Jesus Christ came and all that, all that. I don't want to go into that details. I just want to read my part B of it. Blessed are those who have not seen, but yet what? Believe. These are the people that are blessed. These are the Christians. These are the born again Christians. These are people who trust in God truly. Because trusting in God truly is blind trust. Am I correct? You just believe that he is there. You believe that whatever you ask, you will get. You believe that whatever you think of, it will come to you. That's blind trust. And that is the life of a Christian. Praise God. Living by faith is practically expressing your trust in God. I think Obey explained this that day very, I mean, very well. The entire life of a Christian is based on faith in God. The entire life. It's not like, uh, let's use faith today, tomorrow more live and more no use faith. You're everything. You're getting ready to go to work in the morning. You're eating everything. Every part of a Christian life is tied to faith in God. And you must be conscious of it. So when you are conscious of it, that is how, that is when your faith can grow. You know, the Bible spoke about small faith, as in tiny faith you get, which means faith can grow. So if you are conscious of it, if you understand this, that I'm a born-again Christian by faith, it therefore means that everything I, would, I do is by faith. If there's any challenge, I will speak to it by faith, and everything will be will align by faith. Praise God. So let's be Christians. Let's be what? Christians, real Christians, who understand our identity. Because what it means is that we don't understand our identity. A lot of us want to see to believe. Do you get? You want to see evidence. You want to touch something to believe. But the real person you are is somebody who trusts God, who believes that it will happen. In Mark eleven twenty four, please display it if you can, if you have it somewhere. In Mark eleven twenty four, the Bible says something. I just want to share that before I continue because I have a lot of things to talk about. Are we there? Okay. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will what? Do you understand? This is the life. This is who we are. As Christians, as people living by faith, this is who we are. You say, whatever thing you ask, whatever. <laughs> it's not clear to some people. Because some people, there are some people who say, ah, there are some things you cannot ask for. The Bible says clearly, whatever things you ask. If you believe, you will what? Have them. So if you're a Christian, you're supposed to operate in faith. And whatever things you ask. Praise God. Praise God. Let's move further. Believing in God changes the narrative. It makes you understand that you can do all things through Christ. This is another area of living by faith. It makes it clear to you that you can do all things through Christ. 
So if you have that confidence, that belief, that understanding, a lot of things you are scared to start, a lot of things you are scared to do, you will enter into these things and start walking. Because you know you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Living by faith shows that there is no boundaries. Praise God. Living by faith shows that there's no what? Boundaries. Can anyone stop God? I want answers. Can anyone stop God? So no one can stop you. So there's no boundaries. You can do all things. You can achieve anything you want to achieve. You can go as far as you want to go. You can get anything you want. You can. That is where you need to go to, get to, in terms of understanding. Living by faith means you trust God. And in God, there's what? Everything. So as Christians, we should not live life, a life of um, restrictions. We should not say we can get this or we cannot get this. Whatever you want, go for it. Anything. Go for it. Don't, be, don't, don't, don't get so, you know, a lot of times people get restricted because of what they've gone through, you get. But this morning, stand up for yourself. A lot of people here have cried so much about a lot of things. I can see it in some faces here. You've cried and cried and cried. God, come to my aid. And you've moved away from God and you start looking for people to help you. The life of a Christian is a life that is lived by what? Faith. Everything you want, you can get. If you believe. I'm sure you saw it just now. Whatever. If you believe, you can get. And there are procedures. Go and study these things and change your life. And change your life. I hate it when I see Christians living in terrible situations. Every year, year in, year out. When you are supposed to be the one helping others. So this morning gets a little more encouragement as we go on. Praise God. I just want to run through five principles of living by faith. I wrote this down so that Maybe you can write it down. It will guide you. It will help you to make it easy. Five principles of what? Living by faith. What are these things that you need to do to be able to say, okay, to get yourself to the point where you can run without any support. A faith-filled life focuses on the word of God. Mm, Praise God. I thought somebody would shout. Praise God. A faith-filled life focuses on what? The word of God. Pastor Ben, he was saying this morning about how would I put it? He was saying something in line with your understanding of the word of God based on how you hear from God. You get? How do you hear from God? How do you know? Somebody was asking a question. Why can't God just tell me straight? <laughs> God has told you straight severally. God has been telling you straight. It's that you're not listening. Praise God. A faith-filled life is a life 
of somebody who is focused on the word of God. On the word of God. In Hebrew 4, the Bible says, for the word of God is life and active. For the word of God is what? Alive and active. Sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing souls and what? Spirit. Joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitude of the heart. Praise God. Can you hear that? A faith-filled life is a life of somebody who studies the word of God, who understands the mind of God, who lives according to the dictates of God. So living by faith becomes your default. Do you get it? Because you understand the mind of God. You know what time it is. Praise God. That's number one. That's where you know that yes, because there's, there are stages in this living by faith. There's Legbere, <laughs> there's middle class. <laughs> I'm just joking. But what I'm saying is, as you study the word of God, your faith grows. Your understanding grows. Your relationship with God grows. So things, situations become normal. So you see opportunity where you need to see it. Because you understand the mind of God about the season and the time. Praise God. Hebrew 4.12 Hebrew says again, for the word of God is what alive and what active. If you want to live a life of faith, then you must focus on the word of God. The Bible isn't simply a sweet storybook or a list of do or don't. It's a manual for life. Hmm, praise God. Therefore, the faith person makes time to study and meditate on God's word regularly. That's living by faith. The Bible is always with you. It's always in your focus. You take time out to study, to study the word of God. Number two, the faith-filled life rises above senses. Praise God. A lot of us live by our senses, sense of thought, sense of see, kinikon, 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 kinikon. But the faith-filled life rises above what? Senses. A person of faith experiences situations and circumstances that scream something contrary to the word. Let me tell you something. The fact that you are a Christian, the fact that you are a pastor, the fact that you are a born-again Christian does not mean that things will not happen to you. Do you understand? Circumstances will come alive. Things will happen to you. A lot of things will happen. Even more things will happen. Because you'll be thinking that, ah, because I'm a Christian, this thing should not come to me, right? But you need to live and rise above what? The senses. Let me read what I have here. A person of faith experiences situations and circumstances that screen some things contrary to the word. However, the person of faith trusts that God's word is the ultimate authority. <laughs> Do you understand? Things will happen. Things will happen. Things will happen. Some people will be born with different kinds of sicknesses. Some people will be born with different things. Things will happen. But the person of faith knows that the word of God is ultimate. What does God say about the situation? Is the ultimate. Praise God. So when symptoms arise, 
a person of faith says he was beaten so I could behold. Therefore, I trust that by the stripes of Jesus, <laughs> I'm healed. Praise God. That's Isaiah 53.5. When everything is not working, when the situation is bad, you come up and say, no. This world is above everything. No matter the situation. I know some people are thinking that, ah, I've been struggling for this. I've been asking God for this for years. No. A person of faith don't think like that. A person of faith thinks of what God has said. And that the word of God is ultimate authority. This same approach is used for situation, for every situation. Healing, sickness, prosperity, lack, peace, depression, everything. No matter what's happening in his or her life. I'm talking about person of faith right now. The person ultimately trusts the word of God. What's God saying about your situation? What do you trust? Who will you believe? That's the question that is coming before you. Who will you believe? Will you believe the situation around you? Will you believe the word? No, you believe on God. You trust on God because the word of God has settled everything. Praise God. Are we together? Am I boring you this morning? The faith-filled life measures everything by the word of God. Hmm. Somebody living by faith measures everything by the word of God. That is the standard. Do you understand? It's not like scientists will come and say, won't it happen? No. What does the word of God say? Praise God. What's God saying? A faith-fit person measured everything. Everything. I said everything. Not some. Not this or that. Mm-mm, not church activities. Everything by what? The word of God. Conventional wisdom may say things like truth is relative. Praise God. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard that before. See, uh, when, are, when some arguments come, say, well, it's relative. <laughs> That's conventional wisdom. Putting yourself first is paramount. Conventional wisdom. Uh, I have to put myself first. After me, I think of every other person. And honor and virtue are, are outdated. That's conventional wisdom. But the person of faith knows better. <laughs> Praise God. The faith person lives according to God's truth that is living what by faith he doesn't copy the behavior and customs of this world you can be in the world but you're not of the world so a faith person doesn't copy the behavior and customs of this world it can look like is these things around the world that is making things happen Mm-mm. you must stand by what you believe praise God he doesn't copy the behavior of the custom of the world, but lets God transform him into a new person by changing the way he thinks. Then he will learn of God. He will learn to know God. And everything will start to change. In Romans 12, verse 2. Okay, good. Oh, these guys are ahead of me. <laughs> Praise God. Okay, let's read that. Don't copy the behavior and custom of what? This world. 
but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and what? Pleasing and perfect. Are we together this morning? You will learn to know God's will for you. That is living by faith person. <laughs> I'm already being threatened. Praise God. Let me, let me hurry up. Number four, a faith person takes action. Takes what? Living a life of faith requires more than lip service. It takes what? Action. That means the person of faith listens to the Holy Spirit and obeys what he instructs him to do. This morning's message. How do you hear from God? A faith person what listens to the Holy Spirit. So if you can't hear from God, if you don't know how to hear from God, which Holy Spirit will, it, will, <laughs> will you hear from? Praise God. A faith person what listens to the Holy Spirit. There's communication. There's what? Communication. And a faith person listens to the Holy Spirit and obeys his instruction to him. So if you hear and you don't obey, it becomes another problem. So if the Holy Spirit directs him to minister to someone in a specific way, the faith person does that. Praise God. A man of faith hears from the Holy Spirit because you understand. You understand the voice of the master. Praise God. Let me ask a question this morning before I go on. If I call my son, the guy can be upstairs you get and i'll call him and i'll hear him say yes daddy hmm? then my wife will call and he will say yes mommy which means he knows our voices right he knows the difference do you understand so when i talk he knows that okay i'm the one talking also when jason is expressing himself i know it's jason that is talking even if he's not with me right so that kind of relationship with the holy spirit do you know when the holy spirit is talking do you understand my question i'm trying to when the holy spirit is talking to you how do you know have you built that kind of relationship are you so close to him to hear his voice to know his voice do you get so when we talk about hearing from god it's about your relationship with him how much of him you do you know that when he talks you will know now when the monkey is waving you, you know that it's God that sent the monkey to wave you. According to Pastor Benny. <laughs> Praise God. How much of God do you know? So a faith person gets to that point where you know God. Such that when God is talking, you know that he is the one talking. If he says move, you move. Because you know God to that extent. Quickly, finally. A faith person. A, a faith-filled life understands covenants. They understand what? Second Corinthians five twenty one. For he made. Oh yeah, put it on, put it on, brother. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for what for us, that we might become the righteousness in of God in him. Do you understand? For he made him who knew no sin to what to. To be seen for us. Many Christians focus on who they were before their salvation. A lot of people, you know, when you give your life to Christ, nothing changes, right? 
you still have two hands, two legs. It's not as if when you give your life to Christ, you now have three hands, two legs. Everything will now be, or your hands will now be longer, or something will change. No. But some people still assume, they still want to live in that light. The faithful person focuses on who he is as a result of his salvation. Who are you as a result of your salvation? He understands the work that Jesus did in his life and lives thankfully because of it. Praise God. That is a person filled with faith. He understands covenants. He understands the simple basis of life. Thank you for listening to the CGMI Living Springs Godful Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at CGMI underscore L Springs.